0: Welcome back to the Esports Forever Podcast. Today we're presenting the Pokemon Day segment of our podcast. My name is Ryan Hebert, alongside Warren Arnold, giving you the latest in casual and competitive news for the Pokemon franchise. Now, today we are focusing on the Pokemon video game. As cool as the card game may be on a day-to-day basis, we are focusing on the video game today. More specifically, Scarlet and Violet has now been out for about a couple weeks, and on top of that, the official rule set for competitive players and casual players alike has been officially revealed. And the big news of it all is that the paradox phenomenon for a small subset of Pokemon in these two games are banned, on top of the fact that the uh, legendary uh, four ruination Pokemon are also banned. Meaning that we have our official Pokedex for the what they call series one at the beginning of the season. So, number one, first off, first off, first off, we are going back to a sword and shield era like time where we go by a series based format typically on a month to month or every two month basis rather than following a previous format that was followed on the Nintendo DS, that followed uh, the format being a year or half of a year at the very least when it came to a competitive format for people to play in. Very different. It forces you to create teams and to be very, very creative on a month-to-month basis. In fact, maybe even on a week-to-week basis because let's be real... You know, you get two weeks into a format, and then in another two weeks, you're going to have to switch it up. It's like, well, I had two weeks to get familiar with the current format, and now I need to get familiar with the next format coming forward. The only problem is you are subject to, when they decide to tell you, what exactly that next format is. So we know what Series 1 is. We know what it's all about. Now, we don't know what Series 2 is all about, and there are two different sources online currently that talk about the series two picking up, uh, picking up at the beginning of January, and then some sources say that series one runs to the end of January. So there are two conflicting pieces of information online that are posted from the Pokemon Company, talking about this, this, like this stuff, and so it's and people, I mean, Sarah B. Joe, for example. One of the leading experts in anything related to Pokemon Trends, Pokemon, runs com. Go check it out. He says, he's like, look, I think Series 2 will have Paradox Mons and Rumination Mons be legal. I'm sorry. After a month uh, of, of one series, you're going
1: to... Uh, it might be one or the other. There's no way they're just going to just throw both in.
0: Look, in my mind. they're not going to throw both in. in. In fact, it could even be worse than that. It could be they, they drop certain mons in at a time. They did this for Sword and Shield with G-Max Pokemon, and I could definitely see them do this with with the Paradox mons. The only problem is is that this game doesn't have the balancing of Dynamax to level out the power spike that some of these Paradox Pokemon have. For example, if they drop Sandy Shocks, which is the uh, old form of Magnemite, or Magneton, sorry. Yep. You know, that is not the same as dropping a Fluttermane, uh, which is just a very, very powerful Misdrevious that decided to go AWOL and become very, very primal. It's angry now. <laughs> it's angry. It's not the same. And so you can't drop some of these paradox mons on their own and go, here, here's your format, one new Pokemon, and Here's your format. Take this uh, Literally, Yeah, literally take this Mastrivis and put it on your team. And then all of a sudden, everyone has access to, you know, that one mod. That's yeah. lame. That is, yeah, of that, course. That is very, well, very, then, very lame. Then we get a
1: repeat of the 2015 World Championships in Boston where, the top, where seven of the eight top teams were
0: Kangaskhan
1: and Friends. Yeah. And it was the same exact
0: friends. Legit. So, you know, we could be seeing we we know we're gonna be seeing probably regional decks for the rest of the year. It's more than likely. Good. Yes, we're gonna get DLC eventually, but when it actually comes is is a great is a great question. I don't think they're releasing DLC for at least five to six months. That's yeah, I was gonna say I'm I'm guessing the half year mark. Half a year sounds pretty good. I mean, let the game live and breathe a little bit, if at most three to four months for when, you know, it decides to come out. But for they gotta announce it first and and, you know, do all the dropping of everything and, and so there's there's plenty of time to be had when uh especially talking about, you know, when they're gonna be releasing releasing this stuff. But this first series is proving to be quite uh quite nice. There are some Pokemon that are already like superstars at the very, very top. Those Pokemon Murkrow. happen to be well, you know, Murkrow is one of them. Love Murkrow. Used it back in 2019 and uh, and even before. But, you know, uh, besides Murkrow, you know, the, the the real top mons are actually going to be Amoongus, Garchomp, Arcanine, uh, just to name a few, and then either Gyarados and or Salamence. Most teams feature a double Intimidate core uh, with some pivoting mons and then Garchomp is usually, it's been run right now with Clear Amulet to block uh, Prankster Parting Shot from, uh, from Grimmsnarl. So Clear Amulet is an item that blocks all stat drops, which means that it blocks the ability for Parting Shot to even go off in the first place. Meaning that when the move is used, Garchomp will ignore it because of Clear Amulet, and so it forces the move to fail. Similar to that of when Magic Bounce will bounce back Parting Shot, the only difference there is is that Magic Bounce will then force the user, so Hatterene in this example, would then force Hatterene out instead of Grimstar being able to hop out uh, from from the battle there. So it's, it's interesting. It's a cool mechanic. Some other items that have definitely seen play, um, you know, Mirror Herb really hasn't seen much play yet, which is, it's fine. Um, covert cloak definitely is going to be seeing a lot of play i mean it's got a lot of utility just just for the fact that you can stop fake out so so easily it's it's really awesome does it stop taunt no not to my knowledge covert cloak is just for you know priority it's just it stops the like the the secondary effects of moves. Okay. Taunt is you know you fall for yeah. taunt. There there isn't no secondary effect to that to my knowledge, other than the fact that you fall you fall to taunt. Period. I have to, we have to test that. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. We we can. just in case. Yeah, I mean it's something that I got to know anyways. Yeah. So you know for your standard good stuff teams, Arcanine, Garchomp, Amoongus, Really, Amoongus is the one to talk about. Amoongus is king. Uh, if you thought Brute Bonnet, the paradox form of Amoongus was gonna be good. In all honesty, like yeah, it's a lot bulkier. Yes, it does have some more offensive potential. It's and bad. it get, basically gets all the same moves as Amoongus. You are adding a fairy weakness by becoming a dark type instead of having that poison typing like before. So it's really not as it's not as good. It's just really not.
1: Yeah, uh one one of the thing I want to bring up is uh with uh, with you know what we have right now. I think uh Baxcalibur, the new the new pseudo legendary dragon actually might see some play.
0: Yeah, you know it, it kind of reminds me of Duraludon really early yeah. on from Sword and Shield. It's a mid-speed dragon type with an interesting typing. You know, uh Duraludon was was almost like a mini Dialga and and Baxcalibur is really like a mini Kyurem but instead of it like being a special attacker, it's a physical attacker. It's got 87 base speed, so it's a couple speed points higher than a lot of the 85 base speed Pokemon, which is pretty nice. And that, you know, even, even a point or two, for those of you who don't know how important it is for some Pokemon to be faster than other Pokemon, it really does matter in this case. And Thermal so, Exchange
1: as well is also really oh, good.
0: Yeah, exactly. Thermal Exchange as an ability is is fantastic. And um, one of my favorite gimmicks right now too that it gets access to is the Icicle Spear Loaded Dice Combo. Uh you can terastalize yourself to do double damage, uh, icicle spear. So that's fifty base power. Per with hit, loaded hit with loaded dice so you're doing a minimum of 200 base power mm-hmm. uh for a physical ice move the same can be done with Breloom with bullet seed as well which is really awesome as well it's just you Two different, two very different mods. is a lot faster, and ice coverage tends to be a little bit better than than that grass coverage. You don't see too many offensive grass moves compared to ice moves being able to hit a lot of Pokemon. So, Baxcalibur could be a great mod for that. It's just loaded dice is a it's a questionable item. You know, do you want to have an item that makes it so your multi hits move four out of the five times at the very least, or do you want to have like a life orb to just you know be doing as much damage as possible? I don't know, but I'll tell you what it loaded dice. is definitely funny, and it, it it definitely does a lot of damage. So you know, it's nothing to scoff at. For the moment, uh, a couple other Pokemon of note: uh, Don Bozo, or really it's called Don Dozo, but I call him a clown that's he's a bozo. Be, he clowns on people with Tatsu Geary. Uh, so you know, Dozo Geary, however you want to you know name that combo of Pokemon. It's I interesting.
1: Saw... I saw the version with the copying stats Flamigo, where it literally swaps in and one of its abilities—it's like its hidden ability—just copies the ally stat yeah, changes. Yeah, co-star. I'm you like, know, oh,
0: cool. This this idea that you need to like stick a toxic orb or a flame orb on Tatsugiri and then have it like kill itself inside of the Dondozo—I uh, think it's—I mean, that's a that I think that's a little bit of a risky strat. You have to be super confident in the fact that you're going to be able to to stall out that many turns for toxic orb to do what it needs to do yeah and um yeah there's always
1: there's always like i don't know oh haze
0: yeah i mean so there's haze there's there's just like uh wolf was running a you know a substitute build on his dondozo in order for longevity on dondozo that's great and all but there are people who aren't running that who are legit still running toxic orb and it's like how many fucking turns do you think you're gonna be able to take inside of Dondozo before Dondozo goes down? I'm sorry, but like, it just, I, I think there are ways to go around that Pokemon, but it's a great endgame sweeper, and that's, that's all I gotta say for advice. Don't use it as an opener. Use it as a closer. It's definitely way yeah. better. Uh, it can withstand lots of different stuff, and you know, for Tatsugiri Scarf, I think Scarf Tatsugiri is actually a lot stronger than uh, trying to focus on whether you know. To basically, why people run toxic garbage is because Tatsugiri gets trapped in Dondozo's mouth on the battlefield. So essentially, you only have one Pokemon. Well, if Tatsugiri faints. Inside of Don Dozo's mouth, it doesn't stay there. It will leave the field, and then it yeah. forces the game to bring in another Pokemon so that all of a sudden you have, you know, plus two to all of your stats on Don Dozo, and then you've got another Pokemon like Flamigo coming in with Coastar to copy all those stats. Flamigo is a funny Pokemon. Like, it, it can do good. It's got some good stab and, and some powerful fighting-type moves, but it's. It, let me just say this. Wolfie Glick is wanting to choose a Pokemon that he knows will get people's attention. It's a bit of a meme. Uh, when it comes to you know serious building and whether or not he would bring it to a tournament, I don't believe that Flamigo Dondozo is an actual like viable tournament ready team to yeah. to bring to a major series. It's more of a I'm gonna ladder up to rank one and I'm gonna meme on these people because I just they don't know what's about to come. come I mean after. he did it
1: he did it with Leafion and Sword and Shield and Leafeon never came.
0: Exactly, you know it's it's or even Glaceon too. Yeah. you know I I we saw both. Like it's it's like just because you could do something with them doesn't mean they're the should. optimal choice or should. Yeah. So, you know, um, now a lot of the like teams that people have been building with are like solid, like good stuff teams that are mid to mid to like faster speed, very offensive, uh, maybe even have some setup to them with with Dragon, ja- dragon Dance or even Swords Dance. Yeah. So, right now, keep in mind uh, that with a format like this, you're going to see a lot of teams that kind of start out that prioritize just trying to be the fastest thing on the field. I automatically have gone right for the opposite, and of course, uh, and have gone for Trick Room. And personally, I I have answers for you. Don't you worry? I'm sure you do. I, you know, I love TR right now. Uh, I think Ferigaraph is hilarious with Armor Tail to be able to stop Fake Out. Given a Mental Herb, it can't be taunted by anything. We don't need. We don't
1: need Fake Out where we're going, Ryan. And
0: on top of that, you can uh, terrestrialize it into a Grass type so that it can't be put to sleep. So between being able to terrestrialize into a grass type, mental herbs so it cannot be taunted, and armored tail so it cannot be faked out, it's almost impossible. And on top of that, right. you compare pair it alongside a burner or pariyama for fake-out pressure as well. So at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I'm feeling pretty good about my choice in using Furriga And, you know, what? I'll tell you this. It's actually, it's actually incredibly strong. Helping hand support after you get up that trick room with Har- Hariyama Burnarb with Guts. Helping handed close combat oh, kills almost everything. On top of the fact that there are so many fairy types right now running around too. that uh, You you pair that with heavy slam on Hariyama. You could then terastalize your Hariyama into a steel type as well later in the game if needed. Helping hand once again. Boom. Guts, helping hand, heavy slam. Oh my gosh. And then turning yourself into a steel type for stab. It's too good. It's too it's just too good. So I you know, nobody's using that. I this is this is super secret deets for, for those of you watching the pod today. Um, you know, yes, people have started to, to use some TR stuff, but it's not really easy to use and get off. There there is a bit of skill and strategy that goes into being able to use a strategy called Trick Room where the fastest Pokemon on the field become the slowest Mons, and the slowest Mons on the field become the fastest Pokemon. And this is done with a five-turn move called Trick Room that reverses, or basically it inverses the speed stat and how speed mechanics work in the game for five turns. It doesn't change up priority moves under Trick Room, but it will change up how fast Pokemon move depending on how fast or slow you are. So it's a strategy strategy, it's not as popularly used because it's not it's not the first easiest strategy to use. The easiest strategies to use are the good stuff Pokemon I mentioned earlier. Uh, that really have great synergy by being able to swap in and out on the field with each other. So for example, Amoongus, Arcanine, Gyarados, and Garchomp. You have a Firewater Grass Core, meaning that they have really great defensive synergy and great attacking opportunity because you can swap one out for the other. And let's say someone targets down a Water-type move for Arcanine, you could potentially swap in a Gyarados or even swap in Amoongus. Take that Water-type move really well that would have otherwise devastated the Arcanine and so forth. This goes for all three of the mods. And then on top of that, Garchomp is just a ground type, ground dragon type. So, you know, ground type moves, dragon type moves, they tend to hit almost everything except flying types and Pokemon with Levitate. Dragon type moves pretty much are effective against almost everything. And there's very, very, there's very little that is either resistant to dragon type moves or completely immune like fairy types. So at the end of the day, Having a really solid all-around Pokemon for damage like Garchomp and then a really solid Firewater Grass Core to be able to just like have great synergy, like that's a solid team. That is a really solid team to play, and the strategy there is to outlast your opponent and then eventually just kill them by wearing down their attack stat with Intimidate on Arcanine. Uh, spamming Snarl on Arcanine to lower their special attack stat so really you're you're negating their damage you are taking their damage fairly well by just having really good defensive synergy like I said and then uh, you have really great damage output from Garchomp and some of these Pokemon as well. Not to mention that Amoongus is fantastic to be able to put stuff asleep and to redirect attacks too so you could have Ar- Arcanine Amoongus on the field and all of a sudden if they've got a water to single target water type attack well it's going into Amoongus my friend I'm so sorry to tell you that Arcanine is not taking a water type attack unless you're able to kill the Amoogus or have a spread move. So, good luck. You know, good luck. That's all I got to say. Baxcalibur, as you mentioned, is an interesting Pokemon. It's not as fast, which is kind of holding it back a little bit. But at the same time, it's very powerful. It has a great typing to it. Ice Dragon is very, very unique. Kuram, uh, a legendary Pokemon, is the only other Pokemon to have this have this uh, typing. So, you know it could see play potentially. Ice types got a huge buff this generation by uh, having a a one point five defense boost in snow. The only problem is is that this this weather condition known as snow, it used to be called hail. and it used to do sand. it used to do what they call chip damage every turn. It would do one sixteenth max health damage. And so because of that, uh, you know, it was really good. Well, snow, snow is snow, okay? If you think about this logically, we said this last time, snow snow ain't going to hurt you, okay? It's it's just some snow, right? So because of that, snow doesn't do chip damage anymore, which... It's worthless. It's worthless. It, it, it doesn't really, pop
1: it, sash. What does it do? It doesn't break sturdy. It
0: doesn't prop sash. What why is does it would theoretically why would I, do? You, why would I need to bring an ice type to to be in snow when nothing is hurt by snow, right? You like they didn't bring the frostbite condition from uh Legends of Arceus to this game. They 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 just said here's a defense buff ice types, but they didn't make it totally cracked, which which is kind of what sucks. And you know, maybe maybe there's a larger issue there, maybe they tested that out. Can you imagine if like they thought about the fact that like you know what if you give ice types uh the the immunity to chip damage right but then i would also argue well maybe it was ice water types so would have that immunity in 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 snow right that would make a lot more sense similarly to how ground and steel types aren't affected by by sandstorm you know so i think there are things to play with when yeah. it comes to whether or not they're affected by snow per se but you know just getting a defense boost alone yes it, it it's nice but it's not enough it's just it's just not enough to make it worthwhile and on top of that your your biggest snow setter is a bomb of snow with snow warning but the problem Ooh, is is that a you know, of snow? yeah i know you have <laughs> pokemon that are able to use moves that activate snow but anytime you've got to activate uh you know some type of weather you want it to be priority for Murkrow, or you want it to be something that hits the field and boom, all of a sudden weather gets set. Having to spend one of your turns setting up weather—it's that's tough. That's really tough, and that's a setup turn that your opponent will either set up themselves, or they're just going to do plain out damage because they just—they don't—they're not going to waste time letting you set up snow. They're going to go listen. I'm going to do what I can to knock out your pokemon before you can even start up this this whole dumb strategy of snow. You know, get get the snow out of here. You know, it's like kids knocking over a snowman that you make in your in your front yard. It's great until some kid pushes it over, right? You know, so it's it's just it is what it is for now. At the end of the day, the format's looking pretty cool. The series is is going to be very creative, but the problem a lot of players have is that it it many are saying that it's just not long enough. Which, Warren and myself have both played through formats where they last an entire year. The year-long ones are not fun. Yeah, a year-long format is not fun. And the way it goes is like this. It always starts off with rain, and then it goes into sun, and then maybe sand comes around if it's okay. It starts off with weather, and then you have more like prevalent strategies, and then you, it centralizes around usually a core set of months. And then as the year progresses, the cycle goes back over again. People forget about rain and then go, wait a second, rain is actually good again. They bring it back a second or even a third time. And it's just a very cyclical type format for an entire year where, you know, instead of doing that, they're like, why don't we just hold a series of, of formats? in an entire year for players to play in. The only thing there is that your players playing in, in these like niche formats could be better or worse, depending on what it is as the year goes on. So theoretically, as, as we start the year playing in a specific format, that's not the format that's going to be played at the world championships literally later this year in August, where players are expected to know a different set of rules, probably have access to more than 400 Pokemon. So, it's. I mean I think there's a little bit of a variab- a variability issue there when it comes to like why am I allowed to earn points towards an invite in a series that is not going to actually be played at the world championship
1: you could you could be a, ch- a regional champion or something of that nature in series three you get to worlds and you go oh and 45 or something and It's you don't it's not
0: good it's not good but you know listen this that's not how the world works it, I think that's a very niche opinion. Maybe even a hot take because, like, for example, the the card game players that play the Pokemon card game, every few months there's a new card set that drops, okay? So keeping yeah. that in mind, right, keeping that in mind, um, they're just stuck in that oblivion of some type of hell, really, where they, they – Sometimes they've had sets drop right before worlds and then they're like, Well, yep. So the these- fun sets, the
1: ones that drop four weeks before and are legal yeah, two weeks before. It, we exactly. have no tournaments. Exactly. It's a joy, I
0: swear. No practice for a brand new set of rules. You and don't cards. need practice. It's
1: only worlds. I'm not salty at all from past experience.
0: You sound you sound just a little bit salty, Warren. <laughs> just just a tad. Just a tad. But I I won't fault you for it. I won't fault you for it. Yeah, I mean, once again, series one. Let me, you know what? I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull up the the decks on my phone here, cause uh, I just want to make sure I don't skip out on anything too important. Cause I I think there's there's a lot that you could forget about. Which is there's like, one that
1: there there is one thing that I want to bring up uh, while, you're, while you're looking through that. It's a it's a it, in my opinion, it's high mid tier, uh, almost lower high tier. Glamora. Mm. It's not bad. If you actually take a minute and look at it, it's that its special attack is cracked. It's base one thirty, it's low ish speed, it matches Rotom Washer in one in the one twenties or so. Yeah. That, of course that's not max because there's no insane person who would max that in my opinion. But it's not bad. Give it a salt vest, and just I don't know, make it a grass type, for example. It's it's it hits hard. It's really good. And and it and it's 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 more of a niche than just I'm using Arcanine Garchomp Gyarados, it's it's something different, which I mean, hell, I always like something that's a little bit different, even if it's not completely different. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I think I think it definitely needs a, a a mention and and a harder look at.
0: I agree, I agree. You know, I actually uh, I just opened the app and they've got a they've got a couple couple pings here. Um, from, I guess, you know, a little earlier this year, so beginning of November, they uh, they put out a, a notice on the 9th talking about addressing the use of data altered via unauthorized means. Mm. So for, for those of you who aren't aware, sometimes folks will generate Pokemon into the games by means that are not natural. And so what that means is that they'll, they'll basically hack in a Pokemon with really good stats and and moves and stuff like that, and maybe even items, too. And uh, by doing so, it you know it alters the data in the game, and it, it, things don't behave regularly at times, and so it can be it can be tricky. Most of all, they just don't want you; they don't want players to gain the advantage of, of putting putting mons in the game like this, compared to the players who spend the time to actually breed these mons and get them in game, yada yada yada. So, you know, um, at the end of the day, they restrict your ability there. So their response to this, if caught. You know, they're restricting online play, restriction of trading, suspension of of both the Nintendo Switch version and mobile device of Pokemon Home, and then the restriction of the transportation of Pokemon from pro, pro, uh, Pokemon Bank to Pokemon Home. Um, you know, it's it's something to not really like look down on. It's something to very be very very uh, adamant at and like to very be very careful with because otherwise. Losing online play means you can't play in tournaments. So, period. Wouldn't be good. <laughs> Would not be good. Okay, so I got the decks open here. Talonflame is a fantastic Pokemon for setting up Priority Tailwind with Gale Wings. So between Talonflame and Murkrow, those are like your two big Tailwind setters when it comes to priority. But not everyone is focused on Priority Tailwind right now. They find that sometimes you can just get away with uh, get away without that. So that that's pretty cool. Um. I've seen people using, uh, funny enough, I've seen people using Colossal. Uh, they'll what they'll do is they will Terra-type change into a Dragon type so that they'll really resist the Water type proc for uh, Steam mm-hmm. Engine, yep. um, and they'll give it a give it a weakness policy too. But so they're like, make sure to Terrastalize into a Dragon type or else your your Colossal's dead, which is honestly kind of funny. Lilligant is a fantastic grass type Pokemon that goes alongside Torkoal, and so that that definitely has seen play. Breloom has seen some play. I think it's gonna be a little tough depending on the speed tiers. I mentioned Tariyama already. It's fantastic slow Pokemon for Trick Room. It can't be put to sleep once Burn Arb goes off, so honestly it's it's a great answer to Amoongus as well. Just does huge damage. Um uh Garganis Garganical man. What a great salt pile! Great... The salt pile has become one of the best body press stall Pokemon with salt cure. It is legit. It's Why legi- does salt
1: cure do 25 percent of my HP a turn, Ryan?
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's, Why? It's actually so good. I haven't used it myself yet, but. Yeah. Neither have I. I just noticed its existence. Correct. Pelipper, I actually have not seen a single Pelipper on anyone's team. I've, I've seen two. I've seen none, and so this should say enough about Pelipper. They got rid of Scald off of most Pokemon, so there isn't really a, like, a really suitable water-type move. I think they also removed Brine, which was another fun fun move where below 50% health, Brine would do like double damage. Um, it was great in Rain, but... Yeah, I don't know. I I haven't really seen it. Salazzle's another Pokemon, too, I haven't really seen just due to the fact that it's really frail. But it could see play. It's a fast fake-out, you know, fire-poison type Pokemon that uh, does have a really nice special attack. And, again, it's fast. It's just, you know, that isn't the priority for a lot of people at the moment. A lot of people are looking for, like, bulkier and, like, good attack mods. So, like, Gyarados, for example, is, is a fantastic flying water type that with terrestrialization you're able to get off a... Really solid flying type attack with Terra Blast for the first yeah. time ever instead of having to use fly or bounce. I'm yeah, sorry. B- bounce. Um, yeah, exactly. Drift hasn't really seen you play because you don't really have access to terrain that much in this game. Like it's a yeah. round, but it's harder to boost. Uh, to, Sorry, it's harder to proc and burden. Uh, Bronzong probably will see more players the season goes on. It's just like. It's not really an early season Pokemon that a lot of people need to be using. The Steel Psychic typing isn't great either with some of the Pokemon that exist right now. Uh, Annihilate is—I mean, I—I I looked at Annihilate when the game, you know, first leaked Annihilate, and I said, I said uh, you know, to to another buddy of ours, Cortex VGC, I said, "Look, this could be really good." He was like yeah are you sure and i'm like dude it's fastest final gambit user it's got one of the largest hp stats like there are only a few rage pokemon- fist yeah rage fist is great too like there are only so few pokemon that can not die to this thing right away so it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one armor rouge and serilege uh those two pokemon with flash fire or weak armor Uh more so the fact that uh armor rouge has expanding force so it can set up a yeah. uh, trick room as well um, and then you can just spam Expanding Force in, in Psychic Terrain with Ndidi. They took away Expanding Force from Ndidi and Hatterene, but the, they decided to give it to Armor Rouge. I think it's a mistake, and I completely agree with the hot take that, honestly, Expanding Force is a move that really should not exist. Yeah, I think it's a little, a little too powerful for Psychic Terrain, and you know it gets boosted in psychic terrain as well 90 base power as well like maybe if it was it was like 75 or 70 or even even 65 60 base yeah. power would be a little bit more more acceptable toned. acceptable for sure but like you know and, and getting boosted in psychic terrain spread you know as a spread move that's it, just it's just a little too much gudra it's an haven't really seen much of it played yet cuz there are better dragon type pokemon so we'll, we're going to have to see whether or not this thing is too good all the E V evolutions got have now have access to Calm Mind. Uh, on top of that, Sylveon has just been a really it's in the formats like this, Sylveon is just a it's a tank. On top of the, the fact that it just delivers such powerful dazzling gleam and spread damage right away too, it's just it's tough to deal with.
1: Well, it's not even Dazzling Gleam, it's hyper voice. Oh hyper voice, yes. Yeah, it's it's pixelated hyper voice. The only issue that I see is it's not as good as it used to be because they removed pixie plate. Yes. Or it's
0: not in the game yet, I should say. That's a good way to put it. That is a good way to like
1: put it. without Pixie Plate, it's still good. Don't get me wrong; it's still like base one thirty fairy spread. It's kind of really good, but without Pixelate and Pixie without Pixie Plate, though, it's mm-hmm. you know it doesn't feel like it hits that that base power that it needs to. It'll I still agree. hit like a truck. Don't get me wrong. Especially without Dynamax, it's gonna just murder.
0: Uh, Toros's new forms in this game have been uh, seeing a little bit of play left and right here some uh not a ton though so just keep those in mind Gothitelle, fantastic trick room user with shadow tag forcing your opponent's pokemon to not be able to leave the field or swap out unless they're a ghost type
1: yeah anytime goth is in a format it's there some 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 people play it it's mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: exactly exactly uh palafin is uh you know it's seen a little bit of play but not much yet i think the format needs to develop first and people need to get their footing for stuff one of the top Pokemon I have not mentioned yet that has been a really really popular strategy is uh, is typically a life orb or a choice banded dragonite with extreme speed you terrestrialize it into a normal type and then do incredible damage super fast priority and um, really just overall just a menace It's just it just sucks to deal with there are ways to stop it. It's just really annoying for how much damage it can do with extreme speed. So yeah, and then, I
1: have been one shot by the extreme speed. It's not normal. Yeah,
0: <laughs> finally, King Gambit is actually a fantastic Pokemon. The evolution to Bisharp, it's actually cracked. Terastalize that thing into a water type. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the defensive typing as a water type is really, 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 really good. I'm not even talking about using it as, you know, with Terra Blast for a water move, it doesn't need that you yeah, know kowtow uh,
1: cleave seems good
0: yeah it doesn't check for accuracy base 85 power it's fantastic Stats you say 85 or 75 85 base okay. power i'm almost positive on that sucker punch as well and then uh you know it's just uh iron head it's good it's good and then uh finally uh goldengo or golden go however you want to pronounce it <laughs> Man, what a Pokemon spread steel type move with make it rain, bitches, Uh, except the word bitches is not in there. Um, You know, it's a ghost, ghost steel type that does incredible damage with a spread steel move that acts as like Draco Meteor. So every time you use it, it drops your special attack by two. But there are creative ways to get rid of that boost or sorry, that debuff such as Haze. So you know there are, there are different strategies people are using with this thing in order to make it work. Other than that, uh, Pokemon like Tyranitar, it's got to see some play. Oranguru, fantastic Trick Room setter, and then as you mentioned before, Glamora is an interesting Pokemon. A lot of these Pokemon they need time to to simmer. They they you got to give them a chance to kind of. Uh, have players, you know, experiment with that, experiment with them, and see, you know, do they fit a certain niche that fits within the box that someone, uh, someone could be looking for? And if it does, great, it'll be used. If not, then it won't be. Simple as does that. Does it
1: kill Dragonite? Yes. Use.
0: <laughs> a lot of Pokemon get access to Play Rough or Dazzling Gleam these days, so I, I, I wouldn't be talking, surprised. I was talking about Power Jeff. <laughs> oh well. I was talking about D gleam. I mean, Glamour does get D gleam and uh Stiff gets uh play rough. Funny enough. These da- all these dark types. types. Oh. oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> well, did
1: you complete the game yet? Like all three
0: paths? Yeah. I- I've beat okay. the game. I've beat the game. Oh yeah. Have I'm you? I'm going to lie. Yes. Okay. I liked it. I I've co- yeah, I did too. Yeah. I the- guess we should mention I was- this. Huh?
1: I was, I was, uh, how do I say this? Extremely pleased with the ending credits. It was different as fuck, and I loved every second of it.
0: Yeah, you know the the story overall. I really enjoyed it. I think they did a great job with the writing. Um, there were a few predictable plot points, but you know, it's Pokemon. It's okay. <laughs> I'm uh, the
1: evil. I'm the mastermind. Wow, really? Yeah. You sure?
0: Were you playing Violet or Scarlet? Violet. Okay, yeah. So they both you know, follow the same
1: fucking line. Yeah.
0: Though. The the exactly, but the the twist the twist at the end there was really really cool i thought that was fun once i realized that i was like oh damn this makes this makes this even just a little bit sadder at times for some specific characters but i don't want to spoil it too much for folks especially since my girlfriend's in the room here and she has she hasn't finished the game yet so
1: hurry up already
0: i know hurry up already warren says but uh you know for all of you out there take your time enjoy the game be present explore it's such an expansive game you know, I spent a lot of the early game on the bottom half of the map exploring. And then as I was progressing, I go, well, this is going to take forever.
1: I don't know how how you found yourself at that so, psychic gym, bro. So, did you, did you patch you your can't... game? What?
0: Did you patch your game yet? Yeah. Damn. Why? You're missing out, bro.
1: Why? What happened? Were, were the levels not around 40?
0: Well, no, no, no. It's not when even related to the story of the game. No, so... So you probably heard you heard about the duping glitch, right? Uh, Item duping glitch? No. Oh, man. You're about to be in a world of hurt. Guess I shouldn't
1: have patched my game. Yeah,
0: you shouldn't have. You shouldn't oh, well. have. I have yet to do so, and honestly, I think it's going to pay off big. So there's a glitch in the game uh, before the latest patch that was released yesterday where it allows you to uh, dupe items based on a small glitch with Maridon ride on. Uh, You swap it in and out of your party, and then you fight a Pokemon, and then um, you go to put that Pokemon into your party. You click A first and then B super quickly, and then it will force you to put an item back into your bag that or Caridon was holding, and then you go into your box, you click X twice, you press L and see that there's a cloned version of your ride Pokemon in the battle box, and then in there is a cloned item, you put that item away, you go back to your party, you click the option, ride this Pokemon, it will then keep a cloned copy of your Ridemon in your party, and then you still have a Ridemon available to you, it's weird. And you keep doing this, and it just duplicates items within seconds. And so, ability patches, Terra shards, you can see why I was asking you if you had patched your game
1: yeah, I was wondering what that patch was last night, but I had yeah. to connect online for the Charizard raid.
0: Exactly, which they're doing again in two weeks. So yours well, truly, it's not
1: it's not closed until the fourth.
0: Exactly, but I'm not doing it this weekend. I'm yeah. spending the next two weeks taking advantage of this glitch.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: because I mean, so, so I'm Ryan, gonna yeah, you wanna help me out? Oh my god! You know, I, at some point, I do need to patch it. However. People have said that you what so you you can update your game, you can patch it. You just have to keep the cloned copy of the Charidon in your party. Once it once it leaves, it's gone. So there have been confirmations that people keep the cloned copy of their Pokemon in the party, patch the game, and then it's still there. I just, Interesting. I just I'm not a hundred percent into like yeah wanting to believe that. So, my goal is to try to get... I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I really would like 999 of every Terra Shard. Good luck. Yeah, I don't know. I'll see see you on the other side. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that, but if you do the math, that's about 19 Pokemon per 50 Shards. Um, You know, and I mean, uh, close to 20, but, you know, in reality, it's like, I don't know if I'll need that much. There might be some, some Shards that... I need more than others over time yeah. that I'll figure out. It's just that they don't they have not presented a really great way for us in game right now for farming shards other than doing super high level raids that sometimes fail really quickly when you play with people that don't know how to play the game.
1: Yeah, I uh, Don't even get me started on people knowing how to play the game in raids.
0: Yeah, it's it's tough it's tough
1: yeah that's a word for it i mean i don't know man it's uh it's it's
0: definitely an event i agree i agree i personally um you know haven't done too much with it uh but uh i will eventually like i said i i will take advantage of these charizard raids when they come back in a couple weeks but for now I'm just getting as many Terror Shards yeah. as I can. And then I my goal is to somehow one man a six star raiding game eventually in the next two weeks as well. So that I can spam ability capsules like crazy. I'm honestly sad I didn't get one before. So is what it is. Is what it is. But folks, thank you so much for tuning in today to the podcast. Really appreciate y'all. For listening in, Uh, as always, be sure to follow us on our uh, live streaming platforms, such as Twitch, YouTube, Facebook. For those of you listening in on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, and more, uh, drop a follow on there. Subscribe, keep on listening, and uh, obviously follow our Twitter page. That's where we post the majority of our updates. Uh, Join our Discord server for Ultimate Gamer as well. Uh, We have updates in there as well. At the end of the day, folks, uh, lots of fun having Warren Arnold on here. Thank you very much, sir, for hopping on the pod this week. And uh, for all of you uh, who are curious about more to come next week, yes, there will be future League of Legends news to have. It's just that the game is at a stagnant point right now until the official 2023 season comes out. So we'll have more on that next week for all of you as we get closer to the holiday season. But for now, that's all we got for today. Happy holidays, everybody. Until next time. We out.